yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? What's but a smile on that face? I'm touching myself tonight. How could a woman possibly fight you? There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. Ah, 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 ah. Ah! <laughs> my Paddy's pub. Flip Cup champions. For those of you who watch the show, flip, flip, flip Philadelphia, flip. I oh, love this show. All oh, that, courtesy of us. Courtesy of us. I don't even know what that is. That's, that's the whole point, man. So it's like. The best, only yeah. the best comedy in the past 20 years. Like, it's, it's the best. The best. That's the thing. At least you could explain it, right? I'd just be. <laughs> I'd be. I'd be wearing that, and then people would be like, are you actually part of a pub championship team i'd be like yeah i, I guess so yeah i wouldn't be able to explain what it was but yeah man uh yeah. in the in the in the green red whatever <laughs> corner uh is my boy ed's um representing marvel man so marvel! how you doing bro i'm doing good man and i envy you in fact you've never seen always sunny philadelphia that means you've got What's it, 14 seasons or something? Just sitting there on Netflix waiting for you one day to just do I, need, do I need to go, Do I need to start watching that? Do I? It's, uh, why not? Why not? The only, the only experience I've ever had of that is basically them. Uh, I, I saw a news article where they said they were going to take, take out some episodes or something because they said that it wasn't. It's, that yeah. is, that's the only experience I've ever it's had. It's a of very. It. Uh, uh, close to the knuckle sort of comedy they don't nothing's off limits abortion mm-hmm. race gender politics it's all on it's all on oh, board okay. so that's why they had to get rid of a few <laughs> episodes okay. Of the whole, uh, yeah. okay I see I see I see well that sounds like the type of thing that I'd probably want to watch to oh, yeah. be honest so I will I will check that out at some point man so um yeah guys we were we were away last week that was uh, that was my fault but we're back here again um, and we've got a lot of uh, news to uh, to talk about. Before mm. that, a little bit of housekeeping, guys. Uh, I have managed to uh, change the title of the podcast back to the DC vs Marvel podcast. So if you look up DC vs Marvel podcast, you'll see it. Not only that, I've also got the Facebook page back online there as well. Um, don't know how I remembered the login, but I found it. <laughs> back it's there um and already we're getting funny stuff uh posted on there uh, especially with the uh interesting uh in- interaction with uh with a guy called mo who i i, I want to explain myself there later that i wasn't actually um it, it may have come across a bit rude what i was trying to say there to you but i was just it's my sarcastic nature of, of what i was kind of saying so we'll talk about that a bit later on um anyways man um yeah, a lot of DC and Marvel stuff to be talking about. But I just wanted to quickly, before we start that, just talk about another journey that I've had into Image Comics, right? Ooh. And uh, and like um, and and quickly before I kind of talk about that there as well, like I just want to say, guys, listen. Um, before I tell you the story, I am I'm the probably the dumbest person that you should ever follow in your life. Don't ever follow me. Don't ever get, don't ever get any financial advice from me. I am dumb as shit when it comes to finance. So do this is not financial advice to anybody whatsoever. Right. This is just what happened to me basically. Right. So I quite often you log on to like 
Amazon, eBay, something like that. You see these little adverts that come up, right? And it says, get our Amazon credit card or get our eBay credit card or something like that, right? And most of the time I looked at it, I'm like, yeah, whatever, mate. I'm not, not really interested in this whatsoever, right? And I've got like credit cards for the business and stuff. And then I was obviously, I was looking into buying these image comics, right? These graphic novels. And this thing comes up on Amazon and it says, uh, sign up to our Amazon credit card and get 40 pound gift card for amazon right so i'm like okay let me let me look at these like terms and conditions so i looked through the terms and conditions i didn't see <laughs> no, no, listen i looked through the terms and conditions there's no annual fee there's no minimum payment um you don't even have to use the card full stop but basically i was like right fine i signed up to it got it got the 40 pound gift card bought 10 graphic novels with it and basically, basically, when the cards come, it's been cut up and jugged, and I never, ever, ever gonna use it because I've got cards that I use anyway. Yeah. So that card is just null and void, and it's just basically what's gonna happen is after like in the terms and conditions, if you have nine months of use, they're basically gonna stop you from being able to use it. So I'm never gonna use it, and I've now just got ten graphic novels for free, basically. <laughs> That's actually genius. Oh, I take it back. That's actually genius. <laughs> so, so yeah. So that was the thing. It was like because I wanted to uh, obviously experiment with the image comics, and I didn't know is this going to be good, is this going to be bad, whatever. But yeah, just ten, ten. Uh, you did what many fallen soldiers have been unable <laughs> to do, and that's beat Bezos at his own game. I love it. <laughs> yeah, the, Bezos has sent me. 40 quid's worth of graphic novels for for what? I think what they do is they expect, probably they think, right, out of the 100 million people we're going to send this offer to, right, there's going to be half a million that are going to get into debt on this card, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know what I mean? So they lose like 40 quid at a time, but they've got like some people they're going to offer because they, they, they offer some stupid level credit limits, right? And it's basically like they know some of those people are going to max it out day one, right? Are going to get in, going to get in yeah. deep shit. But with me, it's just like, I just wanted, I just wanted the graphic novels, man. So that's, that's it. So, uh, so that was done. And one of the graphic novels that I got was this thing here, right? Uh, where is it? Let me just get it one second. Was this thing here called called Bedlam, right? I've never okay, heard of that. Now, now, guys, if you haven't if you haven't read this and you're a DC fan, you need to get this and read this right now because this, okay, if. If anyone from DC Comics is looking, this is the way that you should go with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, right? So basically, this story is quite interesting, okay? Let, let me just show you this. There's a there's a guy in this called The First, right? Which, let me just show you. And it's like when they... Uh, obviously, this is going to be on, on audio, right? So nobody's going nobody's gonna to hear this. But I'll put guy, this up. I'll put this up. You can put this up. So there's a, there's a guy in this who basically comes to stop this terrorist guy called this terrorist guy is called Madder Jack, right? And uh, and basically, this guy comes to stop him, and he only operates in the shadows. And he kind of comes from the top of buildings, and he's got this massive cape, and he's basically he's basically <laughs> yeah. Batman, right? And Madder Madder Jack is basically uh, is basically the Joker. So um, I'll find it for you later. I just I can't, it's too much of a mission right now. So but anyway, Bedlam. when did that come out? Uh, it came out in 2014, right? Okay. So, 
basically the story of this is there's a guy he's called madder jack and he is a psychopath right and what he does is he goes around and he goes around basically killing people he goes around just he's got like no motive he just goes around just doing stuff he wants to create bedlam in effect right mm. craziness okay so the the first which is a uh which is like a, a kind of a kind of batman kind of figure tries to stop him right and eventually what happens is is that um the the guy madder jack is like right i want to do my final he calls it his final symphony right so what he does is he basically gets captured on purpose by the police and he says to the police he goes around this city of bedlam right now um there are 45 children that have bombs either in their bags <laughs> in inside them somewhere or in the school right and you've got a choice you either kill me now or all these kids are going to die basically right so um they've got this choice basically to go and do it now what kind of happens is that the madder jack guy no crazy spoilers because i might actually want to read this yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) okay let's 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 skip over that thing but basically the matter the matter jack guy in in essence what happens to him is that he gets taken away by um the this hospital and what they do at this hospital is they think that like arkham asylum they can reform criminals so what they do is they take out parts of his brain they they do they do psychological like training and stuff like that and after 10 years they basically think that they can rehab this dude yeah and they in effect rehab the joker right and then when he when he comes out he kind of notices certain things and he's looking at certain things and there's a serial killer that's going around, right? And he just can't help himself like looking at the clues and saying, this serial killer thinks this because obviously he was the yeah. Joker. He knows this kind of stuff. So what he does is he goes up to the police and kind of like Hannibal, he basically goes and helps the police catch this serial killer, right? Mm. So it's in effect like the Joker being rehabbed going to gotham city and basically helping the gotham city pd catch another serial killer so it's, uh, right. dark night and freaking silence <laughs> of the lambs all combined yeah cool. and it's and it's like is he rehabbed or is it there's like little hints in there is he rehabbed or is he not rehabbed or you know it's it's kind of it's yeah. kind of crazy um and you know is he um do you, the thing is nobody knows it's him right? Everybody thinks it's somebody else, just some mad guy who's uh, helping the police, right? But only the people who know it's him is the doctor and the, and the, and this weird and wonderful kind of uh, hospital. I love it when other people are able to do mainstay superheroes better than the actual <laughs> in the original like DC, like, you know, with the boys as well, the way they do it as well. It's like, mm-hmm. they just do it in a superior way that's just like, why can't it actually be this way why does it take these <laughs> other companies and these sort of generic fake versions actually do it better just uh, so frustrating i think i think that would be such a cool way of doing it because it would literally be like is he rehabbed is he not yeah. rehabbed is he crazy why is he trying to help people you know all this kind of stuff it's like some of the stuff that he does in it is just like you know he's not still like 100 percent there yeah. and the way they rehab him holy shit it's like wow they just went overboard and try to rehab this guy man um but yeah it's really interesting if this guy apparently this author is notorious for making um 
one or two volumes and then just quitting and never writing another one, right? Just giving so, up on his stories. Yeah, so oh, he, apparently there's two volumes of this. So there's one volume, which is the one that I've got. I've ordered the second volume there as well. There's no third volume, right? And it apparently just like ends basically. And then it's like, oh, damn. Did, was he ever really rehab? Was he ever really whatever? It kind of just ends. So I, because I went on the internet, I looked up on Reddit and stuff. And I was like, is there a volume three? All these people are asking, is there a volume three? And then other people are saying, well, this is quite typical of the guy who writes these books mm. that he writes these crazy mad ass beginnings for these stories and then he just gives up and says sod it i'm going on to another project he doesn't think at the end he just kind of <laughs> he just go, he just goes he just goes like that it's the same like with this other one this um scott snyder right wrote this thing called witches which is also like absolutely awesome but then what happened was is that dc saw what he's doing for witches when he chipped from dc for a while and told him to come back and do the batman who laughs so he went back did the batman who laughs and abandoned witches yeah. and witches is a amazing graphic novel so there's never been a volume two of it so some of these are quite um quite annoying but one of the things that it did tell me all of this kind of stuff is i started reading the walking dead graphic novels right mm-hmm. and i've actually got a feeling that i want to watch the program again now because it's kind of given God. me a new appreciation of what, what it is. Because I'm kind of reading it and thinking, okay, if you know, most of the time you read a book and then you watch a film and it's like the film never lives up to the book, right? Mm. Um, like with Martian, it did this. I hated the Martian film because the book is just so much better. But uh, even though it's a good film, right? Um, but w- with this, it kind of seems like the graphic novel kind of makes the show better, if you know what I mean. So it's kind of like I'm I'm now going to read like, you know, kind of all the volumes up until like maybe because like, I, I, I quit after like the second season and I'm going to read all the volumes up to the end of the second season and start reading them as I watch the new ones. And I'll, you know, I'll, I'll let you guys know what Doesn't I think. the show divert? Well, it can't divert that dramatically because it still got to the point where Negan comes up and he's in the books. Mm-hmm. So I guess it does kind of... Yeah follow it diverts in some bits so like in the first because i've never read it right in the first one you know um that there's uh you know there's the there's the sheriff and his kid Mm. and then there's shane um who was played by punisher dude yeah and basically what they do is in yeah in john berthel in the in the show they leave him to get killed by zombies right but actually in in the book it's the son who kills him because he sees the dad the sheriff and the um and john bernthal's character fighting and he gets taught earlier how to use a gun so he can use it against zombies because he's a six-year-old kid he doesn't know and he just sees somebody fighting his dad and he decides to shoot him and he basically kills him so that's an interesting kind of thing so just want to see like how the book takes it in comparison to to the other bits there as well. So I could be going down a rabbit hole there. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so we never got to mention last week, but um, I guess you mentioned Walking Dead and something that's like a very very generic version of the Walking Dead. Where the last man talking about the live action version that was on Disney Plus or Hulu in the states cancelled. They gave up on it mm-hmm. even before mm-hmm. it was finished airing. Can't be say we're surprised, man. <laughs> Not surprised. Not surprised to be honest, because. Yeah. Yeah, they just took it the wrong way. They went. The thing is, I wouldn't have even made that. I would never would have made it. 
because yeah. the problem is nowadays you've got this thing that you can basically rub anyone up the wrong way right mm-hmm. and a show like this um people are not going to take uh then they're not going to take like uh, t- uh views of like science or anything like that you know there's all this kind of you know airy fairy kind of thoughts in people's heads and it's kind of like not what the reality would be and if you show the reality then suddenly people don't like it and it's just it's just I not going to go anywhere minded, so. but it didn't even take any real strong swings on any particular stance of anything it was just kind of bleh, just kind of just dragged itself along i think that's the point because they they can't take any strong on any side because it they're going to be end better. up being cussed from once it would have been better 100 percent. whatever way they went it would have been better but basically with this it's kind of like okay we don't want to offend these people we don't want to offend that people we just want to make this kind of show and it's just it's always going to turn out wrong man shows like that need to be made by um people who you know don't give us stuff and yeah probably people like that are like in another country like you yeah. know they'll just they'll just make it sometimes i watch a show like I'll, I'll watch something on netflix that is in another language like in in spanish or danish or something and it's like they'll say certain things on it it's like you can't say you don't give a damn they don't they're not yeah they haven't fallen into the habits that english-speaking countries yeah. have all kind of gotten bogged down by it's like you know yeah yeah you people just moan about everything we don't care yeah, you need to make it. You need to make it in China or something. They won't give stuff, man. Make it in Russia. Not make it in Russia. Russia. Make it in Russia, and they'll they'll just you know they'll just go off on one. In fact, they'll make Yorick into the, like this major hero, Rus- hero yeah. of Russia. He's watching some video about Russia. China. They can't even do proper horror films because they can't <laughs> yeah. have ghosts. They can't have anything oh, that's mystery yes. in it. And if they do. It has to always be revealed that it was either hallucinations that people oh, were seeing okay. or it was someone dressed up like a Scooby-Doo villain. It's like, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, yeah. I, just, I actually, I want to give you, I want to give you a shout out for recommending to, to not recommending, but kind of like saying how funny Halloween Kills was, right? Oh. Because me and my, me and my, and my wife and my sister-in-law watched Halloween Kills last night. We were laughing our heads off throughout the whole thing. <laughs> it's the dumbest. No one can shoot. Thing. Point black. No uh, one can shoot. He's right in front of them. He's walking. Never runs. And they still yeah. can't hit him. It was like it was just like the the whole craze. There's this one bit right where basically just the doctor's running past Laurie Stroud, um, and she punches him for no reason. <laughs> 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 was like, she's a beat up a doctor for no reason. It's so mad. And did oh, you brilliant. get to the point near the end where all the the all the people in that little town were just surrounded Jason or Mike? Was it Michael? Michael Myers? Mm. Were you at the point where you were cheering for Michael? It was like, come yeah. on, Michael, kill him. <laughs> kill him, Michael. I was thinking, why haven't they called the army or, or anything? But, they're, like, they're like, he's terrorized this town for 40 years. It's like, no, he killed a few people. He ended up in jail, a psychiatric jail. He's yeah. been there for 40 he years. Ter- yeah. He's been in jail for 40 years. Exactly. And he's, now he's got let, He's let got out. to be in his 70s. But yeah, they managed <laughs> to make this psycho killer the hero. And this, this town, the enemy, like you hated everyone. Then when he got back up, spoiler alert, who gives a shit? When he got back up, I was cheering. I was like, yeah, this is, 
That's it was. What, it was. Happened. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It was. It was quite. It's quite hilarious. Hilarious Dumb. film, man. But yeah. But yeah but, um, anyways, let's let's get oh, to yeah, some yeah, DC yeah. and Marvel, man, because that is what we are here for. And um, Brendan Fraser, who's a guy who seems to have been in the wilderness for a long long time i don't know what happens i some kind of mission with him, his marriage or something like that made him just you know uh go kaput but he's basically he got back into doom patrol with dc yeah. and now he's going to be playing firefly in batgirl um which is an interesting role because kind of um how do i put this firefly is meant to be this small guy who basically has this kind of like uh jetpack and flies around and like yeah. you know fires flames at people right and brendan fraser is is not uh he's gotten small lies kind of he's enjoyed quarantine he enjoyed himself in quarantine <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> and if we say yeah it's quarantine from you know from when he <laughs> when well, he, he stopped making films i guess well, or whatever right? he was a little chubby, but he wasn't really full on fat in the flashbacks no. in Doom Patrol. He was just a little more stockier, but yeah, so something happened in those like the last two or three years that he just kinda uh. But he's still good. He was in some other movie that came out beginning of this year, which he was really good in. So yeah, I'm, I'm uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. But he's a decent actor, so but, and he's entertaining. But what the hell is this bad girl? This is what I don't <laughs> still don't understand. You've got this like, oh, I, got, I don't give a damn about the race, but yeah, she's a mixed race. So is she then Jim Gordon from Robert Patterson's? No, Batman? she's not. But no, yeah, she's so not. what the? F- because <laughs> because it's because it, it's it's been announced that the Jim Gordon from BVS is the one who is playing who is he's playing her is playing her father in effect. So is okay, that Jim so, Gordon? Okay, so he's so, all right. so yeah, so is that Jim Gordon? Which makes which is weird because then it's like, okay, did this is the this is the problem for me? They need to if they establish an order. So Flash came out first, mm. and you establish because we're going to come to this a bit later when we talk about Eternals, right? The general public, okay, are not bothered about looking into the background of anything or uh, you know reading into anything or anything like that. So when you start showing a Batman here and then a Batgirl, which is in a totally different universe, they're not going to understand. You have to establish the flash film first to say, there is a multiverse. This is what a multiverse is. Mm. This is, this is, there are different people who exist in different things. And then once you've established that people be like, Oh, it's from a different universe. You can't let them kind of think, you know, they, they have to be told, you know what I mean? So I got people in my office who I use as guinea pigs for these sort of things. Like they they enjoy superhero films, but they're not clued into the whole multiverse and universe and all of that. And they are just they don't understand any of this. They're scratching their head like, okay, so you got Michael Keaton's back. So what happened to the other guy? And then we got the Twilight dude as well. Like what's guy? They're baffled. They have no clue. Yeah, Michael Keaton's back and Ben Affleck. And, and Robert Pattinson yeah. all playing all playing the same character, right? It is basically gonna baffle the hell out of the general public. They're just gonna be like, "What the hell is going on in this in this thing, man?" So I can kind of I can kind of uh, you know understand it. I like I like the fact that they're um, they're getting uh, the the one uh, thing that I heard from this is that basically they're getting a lot of the stunt coordinators from the raid in this so that kind of makes me think okay some of the fights might be decent in this but 
but, but at the same time, who is the director? Because then we could have a snake eye situation where you had good choreography, which you can't mm-hmm. see. <laughs> you don't see on screen. You just see the shaking heads and arms. Like, oh, oh. I think that's part of the problem is that basically you can have good choreography, but unless the actor themselves is doing the choreography, you can't show close-ups. So they have to keep panning in and out because it's kind of like we got to show somebody doing the kicks and then pan out and say, yeah. oh, it's, you but know. They did uh, do it in Snake Eyes. They just didn't know how to shoot it. Yeah. So, so it's just, oh, good. Wow. Yeah, but What's the, the tone of this going to be, man? <laughs> that is the thing. It's all about what is the tone going to be? Because is it going to be like a happy, fun kind of tone or, or whatever? I mean, it seems like a lot of these, they don't seem to know kind of what route to go down. We're talking about Wonder Woman there before. And they were saying, oh, the route they want to go down with that is Wonder Woman is all about love and how much love she shows to people. And blah. it's like, no, what are you talking about? Have you ever, <laughs> have you ever seen comic book in your life right it's there's nothing like that there at all she like goes and like fights flipping serpents and flipping exactly you know and and minotaurs and and, should be heading muggers heads and holding them up and leaving them for the police to find in the concrete that's what she should be doing exactly and then people are like is she a that would be a more interesting one yeah because that's that's kind of the point if you imagine if right this is the this is the thing that always cracks me up okay from day one right you, you know we talk about uh, nature versus nurture mm. now they're actually bred to to have genetics in a certain way number one number two from day one they're taught how to fight as a soldier how to how to that they're gonna they're taught this insular nature that they basically are gonna have a battle against them right kind of like you see some of these like middle eastern countries where they're always getting to well forget about middle eastern north korea where they're always taught we're gonna have somebody coming in they're gonna fight us they're gonna try and kill us yeah. right so they get taught from day one, you must fight. This is how you fight. This is how, you know, and obviously then they've got that mentality in their heads. What the hell are the Amazons going to be like if they encountered other people? They're going to kill them first. Exactly. That's, the That's their whole like. existence. Their women that had to band together because in that medieval world, women were like the considered the weakest ever considered victims that the men would prey on so they came together trained as warriors became the strongest they could be and uh, and killed everybody so and now they're just hugging people and smiling at little girls so what is the what is the bad girl gonna be like is the bad girl gonna follow that template that is gonna be like oh i'm uh what worries me about about that is are they gonna go kind of like the bad girl burnside way which is which is kind of like um, somebody who keeps showing uh, all their antics on social media and stuff. Like, look how I kick the crap out of this guy, uh, you know, showing themselves on TikTok. You've just figured it out. You've just figured it out. That's what it's going to be. She's going to film herself. Yeah. Oh, God. That's (laughs) it. Yeah. Yeah, she's making that, TikTok videos. She's going to be dancing. I bet it every scene where she has a little routine, the back dance. Which is oh. kind of, yeah, where she's like, bat, you know, beating people up and like, look what I can do and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, that's that's my worry. That is my worry. But and I think I'm really hoping it doesn't go down that route. But yeah, never never know, never know, man. So let's, um, let's go on to some Marvel, man. And um, 
this this is like an ongoing kind of story there at the moment with the Eternals, which I think comes. Does that come out next week? That next comes out week. next week. End of next week. Right? <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it. I'm gonna see it, but <laughs> yeah. I just can't see it being appealing. I just don't know what it is about it. Just oh, why why don't and understand about this? What I don't understand about this is they'll they're using the same argument against this that they're using against guardians of the galaxy like people don't know the characters like nobody knew guardians of the galaxy but guardians of the galaxy was was made in a certain way that um you know you ended up liking all the characters and stuff right so you know the the issue i i can't from what i've read the issues with this is that it doesn't know what route it wants to go down so I don't know if you remember that horrendous Fantastic Four film that was made by Josh Trank and yeah. uh, and then kind of got taken over by um, what's his name Kinberg Simon Kinberg um, and what happened was is that Josh Trank wanted this kind of continuation of um, of that uh, what's that chronicle that he made there before um so it was kind of like continuation of that that you know and they had these kind of like body horror david cronenberg style kind of stuff and that was the tone and then the tone kind of shifted to this kind of like oh we've all got a team up together and kind of fight against doom and you know um totally all over the place this uh, from what i'm reading in the reviews sounds similar that they want to create this like epic kind of thing but then at the same time also want to create the MCU formula. And that's why it's not, it's not kind of gelling. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, how, how often did you as, you know, as a, as a Marvel fan come across the Eternals in your entire life? <laughs> I honestly can't even remember. Like they were, I heard them mentioned, but I never read a single comic. Don't ever think they ever popped up in any comments I was reading. Yeah, they're on the fringes, definitely. I, I was even thinking, right, I, I might just check out a graphic novel of theirs, just see, you know, what they're about and stuff. And I saw kind of one Neil Gaiman had written one, you know. Um, but then I was thinking, you know, um, then it's like, okay, you know, is what kind of style is that? is that going to be because um you know there's a there's another one like robert kirkman wrote one there as well which is a guy who wrote walking dead it's kind of like it's gonna be very different styles there i can't quite understand like how you know is gaiman's uh like a reboot another origin um it's, it's only made a few years ago i haven't read it but i just kind of was looking and thinking maybe i'll just get a little bit of background before i go in there because this is the problem right it's like you know you're everybody thinks that every film is made for them like literally every film is made for them so it's kind of like okay i'm going i'm gonna go and see an aquaman film okay that's fine do you know anything about aquaman you ever read an aquaman comic you ever you know anything about the character anything about any of those people no well then you got to cater to those people who know absolutely nothing also at the same time as people who know a little bit about it and also people who know a crap ton of it there as well and, and that creates huge problems so with Eternals it's kind of like apparently it's got a very deep backstory so they're really gonna have to explain that like crazy and apparently there's a lot of exposition in this trying to explain you know that's, the storyline and the characters that's a lot of the complaints I've read that it's just too long it just tries to cram too much in and then you've got the people that have been shit rating it on um Rotten Tomatoes that I haven't even seen the film. 
So I know I heard that yeah. they cut off the, the the audience score because of um, people hearing about that. There's that LGBTQ character that they went into, but, uh, but yeah, I know it, it just. But didn't overall, they change Rotten dumb. Tomatoes? Yeah, didn't they change Rotten Tomatoes so you needed to have a ticket? I'm sure they it, they changed it so you need to have a ticket before you can do the audience score or something. I don't know. I don't know what that, what that mission is yeah, about, yeah. but I kind of, I kind of agree to you, with you when I look at it. Um, so I, I compare this a lot to Guardians of the Galaxy because I knew nothing about Guardians of the Galaxy before I watched it, but it's just like, you look at it, you're like, bloody talking tree in this and there's a bloody bloody raccoon that's running around with a massive gun and stuff this is interesting man however weird this is gonna be i want to see it yeah. it's so bizarre right honestly it shouldn't, um, it shouldn't matter as long as it's a good film good characters that are fleshed out that should do only thing that really matters and there's nothing wrong with it having a different tone like i say that it looks dull that doesn't mean it should all be full of jokes the way you know guardians was you know I, i'm okay with them trying to push it a bit but that's what i'm starting to hear is that they're still trying to cram in the, some elements of that formula but where else i think i though? i think the main i think the problem with this is it's not wacky enough so for his like okay so with a lot of characters you get a lot of characters from marvel and dc and a lot of these independent uh companies will come and they'll take them and they'll change them around a bit and they'll kind of make them a little bit weird or you know um you know uh basically like uber characterize them or whatever um so for example like you get homelander who's like a you know yeah. really kind of messed up version of superman or, or ultraman as it were and then you know you've got um uh, you know, you've got the um, uh, what's it called? The the, the ones in um, in Invincible, right? So you've got the Invincible characters, and they're kind of like that. Um, in this, um, the the problem that you have is kind of the characters are very similar to better known characters, but at the same time, there's not enough to make it seem like okay, this is like a weird version of it. So, like in you know in um, in the boys, you got a really kind of weird version of the flash right and you've got multiple speedsters in it in this you've got a version of the flash you've got somebody who runs around really quickly you've got somebody who flies and shoots laser beams out of their eyes i'm sorry that's bloody the same as superman you've got another one who's basically a warrior basically a warrior woman with a massive sword who goes around like killing people it's, uh, it, it is it's the justice league but made like it's not different enough i'm gonna hold to off of, off of that argument until I see it, to really see <laughs> okay. how they portray these characters, I can't really judge that yet at this point. So we'll find out next week. See, this is this is the protectionist nature. Of hey, the, of the I, have to, I have to, I have to give it a chance. I can't judge it on the train. <laughs> you just said you didn't want to see. You weren't excited for it. I'm not. I'm gonna see you. You know, yeah. At the end of the day, we're all going to see these films every single time, anyway. You know, it's not. It's not, it's not a good sign that it. I'm. It's not a good sign that I'm actually more excited for House of Bloody Gucci with Lady Gaga than I am to see the Eternal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that it's sometimes like you. You know, a trailer will come out the same week as like another film's coming out, and it kind of just totally overshadows it, which oh. is, uh, you know, which is which is weird. So I'm trying to stay away from that. Um, uh, you know, that stuff about, um, uh, you know, the new Spider-Man, they've found like a low-res oh, version of yeah. it. I'm trying to just stay away from all of that stuff because every, people are... Every like other day, 
leaked details, leaked photos. Nope, not staying right away. Not clicking no. on none of them. There's like a there's like a whole leaked script out there, and I'm oh, just like, God. no way am I going near a leaked script Sony. in a million years, man. Sony, so, get your house in order, please. I, d- I d- the thing is with that is that you know I, I I'm all for like these characters being held by. Uh, you know, different companies that have different takes and stuff like that. But Sony are literally the most dumbest company you can ever think of, right? And they're they're not only not only do they not keep their intellectual property safe, but also at the same time, it's like they seem to only know one way of doing things. And they literally just go through and do things exactly that one way like every single time. So I, I, you know, I can't see any, you know, any kind of difference, uh, you know, in, in, in this. So I don't know, man, um, I will definitely see it on opening, opening night yeah. and stuff, but it's, uh, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things, man. So, um, the, uh, the, um, going back to DC, we've got, um, we've got Valzod has been, uh, confirmed, by uh michael b jordan as you know as the character that they're going to be using um which is interesting at least it's not calvin ellis which is you know an obama version basically <laughs> uh which would have which would have rubbed rubbed a lot of weird people up the wrong way but um tell me about uh, Zod. is he pre-existing Valzod is pre-existing. Uh, you know, he's from he's from another earth there basically mm-hmm. um he turned up in crisis um and uh okay. yeah decent decent character uh you know he's the superman of another of another earth in the future there as well that's so, like blue and silver suit yep blue and silver yeah yeah so it's it's slightly different to the calvin ellis suit it is the you know it, but I, I i'd be interested in it man because i'm always interested in when they take these characters and just kind of just like put them in a different environment in a different way they were raised and you know how would they how would they you know grow up especially with with val zod's earth it's like um it's not like our earth there's like limited resources there and you know there's a lot more kind of strife and fight i mean it's not as if there's not any fighting on this bloody yeah. earth but on the <laughs> but, but on that on that earth there's much less resources and stuff and they're all kind of you know um they're you know his own government's corrupt and other governments are corrupt and you know it's just kind of you know like going going through there so that i think would be an interesting interesting route to go down to was this one only going to be in HBO Max or was this also going to be cinema? It's a HBO, yeah, HBO Max. So this that, is the one that is being produced by, um, what's his name? By, uh, um, no, so Michael B. Jordan is directing and it's being produced by, um, what's his name's company? Oh, I can't remember what his name is now. Pretty famous director. I'm so crap with names, man. So um, the, um, you know, the guy who uh, who directed the Star Wars, you know, the, the first one of the sequels, JJ, JJ, oh, JJ. Yeah. So JJ's uh, Bad Robot. That's it. Bad that's... Robot production company. And he's still supposed to be doing his own Superman. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, he's got multiple projects that is going oh, there at the moment. Um, there's that. He's also got a producer credit on Green Lanterns, apparently. I don't know what's going on there. This guy don't produce know. anything. He just turns up, signs a contract, like, and then just walks on. That's yeah. I wish Michael Bay would do that. I wish he'd yeah. turn up, sign a contract Please. and walk off. But he sticks around, so it's, it's a problem, man. He actually stays there like, uh, and like does that. So, yeah, um, 
in, potentially interesting take uh, that is going on there as well. So um, the uh, the Doctor Fate stuff, we're going to talk about that there as well. But um, I read an article like a, a couple of hours ago, which kind of is saying that the other stuff about Doctor Fate is is garbage. It's not it's not real. So until it gets actually properly uh, you know properly said by by the Rock, because he's the one who gives all the information yeah, that black out of film <laughs> that's the only time we're really going to talk about it so um the you had this room about thunderbolts right which is basically general ross's team potentially that they're going to make something of that with um uh with the uh with the captain america guy from falcon and Winter soldier uh red hulk which is general ross i guess but yeah. i don't know how they're going to turn him into red hulk mm. um and uh zemo and i can't remember who else somebody else oh. um so they're they're thinking about it's gonna kind of like be the bad guys doing things this, this that one are kind of suicide squaddy the seinfeld chick being a part of it as well Oh yes, the uh yeah, yeah, yeah Dame yeah. what's her face? I can't remember what her name is. Yeah. Um she's what did she turn up? She turned up in Falcon and Wind Soldier, right? Falcon and yeah, yeah. the Black Widow. Yes, yeah. So she, um Valentina something. Yeah. Valentina. yeah. So she's gonna be be in it there as well. So I guess they're gonna be doing these undercover operations and and stuff like that. So um that that could be interesting man making you know making them all kind of work together um you know and seeing i'd love to see red hulk on screen man i you know that would that would be crazy this is you're saying that this is this has got to be disney plus things can't be a movie yeah disney plus yeah Yeah, but this is this is a thing it's not um it's not confirmed but this is kind of you know the rumor of what you know what's going on but they're building to it so makes sense yeah so because uh, there's that and obviously they've they've got a secret wars disney plus show going on there as well yeah. so potentially this kind of stuff really interests me because i kind of think more than more than one division and falcon and wind soldier and loki this kind of stuff interests me a lot more because i kind of think there's going to be shang chi's team not his team but his sister's team yeah they're making a show off and the thunderbolts Mm-hmm. Uh, and Secret Invasion, and you got three different teams, right? That interests the shit out of me because I think these yeah. three are going to have their own agendas. Like each one's going to want to be doing its own thing. I mean, there's one load that are a group of aliens that don't want to be seen by anybody, mm-hmm. and you know, and and also then you know the Shang Chi team there as well, and also. And also the Thunderbolts, I think, is going to be is going to be kind of crazy if they do lead up to that. That actually does excite me quite a bit if, if that is true. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. Is it going to happen or or not? Ensembles always work better when it's like a group of people rather than just being focused on one or two. So yeah, is is a lot more fun. The prospect of what those shows are going to be. Just give me them now. Just go, yeah. Just get, just throw them right over right yeah. now. You know what I mean. So, um, so that's the thing. So, um, now some news from Sony there as well. So, um, you heard what Tom Holland pitched to Sony, um, when uh, when Sony said that they're going to take Spider Man away from from MCU basically. Um, the the he pitched the Kraken, uh, Kraken, Craven film. 
uh, to uh, to them. And he also pitched the fact that um, Spider-Man could fall through a portal and end up end up in Venom's world, right? In effect. Mm. Um, what do you think about any of those ideas? Because I, I thought Craven was happening anyway. I don't know. Was it, was it meant to be happening? Um, they were going to do a... They've announced, or I don't know if it was officially announced, but they're saying they're doing their own Craven origin thing. So, again, I don't like that because then he's going to have to be a hero. Because mm-hmm. if it's his film, that I doubt, because Sony don't have the sense to do it the way that Joker was done, where he managed to maintain being, you know, ended up being a bad guy. But was it really the Joker? I didn't really feel like. No. And that's a whole other argument. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I like the fact of bringing Craven and B- together, that story should be told, man, because we need to see different villains in the Spider-Man films to kind of recycle. I'm sick of Goblin. I don't ever need to, even though we will in the next one, I don't ever need to see Goblin ever again, whichever version yeah. of it is, because it's too much, too much. I I think you're right about the villain stuff, because I don't want to see, like, you know, Rhino, he can't feed his kids or whatever, so that's why he goes on a rampage to steal stuff. I don't I don't want to know that stuff, or Rhino to be, like, a horrible, horrible villain. You know, you don't want to sympathize with a dude like that, you know what I mean? They, they can have, they can have, um, they can have... The Venom thing. This could be how Venom, Venom. and Spider-Man come together in a film where they first meet in a have that rival, but then you have this apex, the mm. way that Craven views himself as the apex predator, hunting both yes. of them. Yes. Both of them are these enemies, so they have to come together to take the guy out. That's probably yeah. how they're probably going to do something like that. Fighting the symbiote would be Craven's like ultimate, basically. Yeah. So that would be, you know, that would be the thing. I, did he did he ever get to listen to Old Man Star Lord podcast? Because if you haven't, no, no, listen no. to it, man. Old Man Star Lord is basically from made from the same guys who made the Wolverine story podcast, which went on for like two or three seasons. Um, and Craven's in it, and basically um, he ends up finding out that Peter's Quill has come back to Earth, and he's like, "Right, I need to hunt this dude down because basically he's he's been hunt he's hunted everybody, he's hunted down Captain America, you know, all these kind of people, and now he's like." Peter Quill's here. It's like a demigod, basically. He needs to kind of, you know, hunt this guy down. And a, a lot of it is Peter Quill has now lost a lot of his powers and is like an old dude, uh, basically being hunt, hunted down by Craven. And the way they do it is quite cool. They're basically like the world's been taken over by uh, Doctor Doom, and um, they have things on TV um which are like oh craven's our hero and he's gonna go and hunt down this like bad guy peter quill and you know peter quill's this horrible like guy like craven look at craven yeah oh yeah he shot him he's got him in the leg yeah he's bleeding like that it's like people cheering on the tv and stuff for this this bad guy craven yeah exactly it's 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 like that it'll be it'll be cool if they did something like that but but i don't know man if they make craven into a good guy like the only the only reason why i did it is because his family in russia would start and you know they they couldn't feed anybody so he went and killed a bear with his bare hands so they could eat and he just got the taste for being a hunter and that's, yeah. and that's the story like, that would that would just, suck man you've just um reminded me though didn't they announce that aaron taylor what's his face the kick-ass dude is oh, craven yes, and that yes. completely takes away any <laughs> excitement for me to see him on live screen like, I don't hate the guy like, I'm not going to 
crap on him that way, but I don't see him. He has to go a long way to really convince me that he can pull that off because I want Craven yeah. to be like a 6'5", just a hunting machine, man. I don't... This little 5'8". This is dude. the thing, like, when we, you know, when we... Um... I, I put this thing up on the on the Facebook on the Facebook page, uh, which is ex- basically almost exactly about this because we were talking about um, how uh, what are the best and worst accents that you've ever seen in film, right? Because um, somebody was saying that they've only just seen the Black Widow film and seen Ray Winston and his like horrendous accent, right? Terrible. So I put up a question Terrible. on there: what, what was what was the best and worst? And Aaron Taylor Johnson, they said his British accent is in um, Tenet is like one of the best British accents that you can hear, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, I'm like, okay, I mean, it's not bad, but it's clearly not great either. Um, uh, see, so... he's British. Is he British? Yeah. Okay, well then that kind of like that kind of takes the shine. That's off what I was that, laughing because right? I thought they don't they realize he's the shine off it. That kind of takes the shine off it even oh. <laughs> even more, doesn't it? So so yeah. Um, the 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 result of that, the 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 number one thing that came of that was um was Sean Connery's Russian accent in Hunt for Red October. He, oh, any <laughs> Sean Connery film like what Highlander wasn't he supposed to be Spanish? Via oh, yeah. Egypt. What? <laughs> oh yes, no man. attempt. Eddie. They're just yeah, exactly. Just like forget it, forget Sean Connery doing any accent. One one of my my favorite horrendous accents was another Russian one, but Harrison Ford in K nineteen, the oh, Widowmaker. Yeah, that one. That was <laughs> yeah, good. yeah. Which which was which was not great, man. Um, so, the honorary mention. Yeah, just to show Britain. I know there's a lot of British actors in America right now in Hollywood doing their thing, but. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch doesn't do a good American accent to me. It, it, and I don't need to be American to realize it's not good. Do you know why? They pick, they don't pick regions properly. Yeah. So it's kind of like, he's meant to be from New York. That's not a New York accent. It's kind of like a Midwestern kind of twangy um, accent. And it kind of comes out a bit fun. wrong. Um, so, uh, you know, if you're going to be a guy who's operated in New York his whole life, really should kind of be putting on a New York kind of accent, you know what I mean? Which I guess Margot Robbie kind of learned a bit more because it became more twangy, more like, you know, that that kind of, that, well, uh, you know, twang as she, as she went along. I never understood this, but bizarrely, she sounded more like Harley Quinn in Wolf of Wall Street. And then she completely changed it. <laughs> After, later on, when she was playing her, she wasn't doing the accent that she did in Wall Street. Wall Street, she had it down perfectly. That yeah. Sort of, Queen's Brooklyn sort of yeah that she didn't do it and you maybe told on. to told to calm it down <laughs> oh, I, don't I don't know I don't know the the the, the less talked about that coffee. suicide squad the better coffee <laughs> coffee yeah um so um the the um scene in um in Endgame apparently there's I, I don't know why we're talking about this now because it's like been a while since Endgame's been out and this scene has been talked to death. But the scene when you had all the, the female superheroes coming out, apparently that was potentially seen as pandering. So they shot a number of other scenes before that uh to make that seem less like pandering to set it up later yeah. on. I, I don't know why that's a story. No <laughs> why is that no a way. story? <laughs> 
it's like it's like okay yeah of course they're gonna shoot more seeds there before to make it yeah seem better it just exposes that it just exposed that the directors had completely overlooked all the women and only had the guys doing cool shit up until that moment where it's like, oh, we should get them all together to do something. And then yeah. they figured, you know, we should probably make them do other stuff further earlier on. So, yeah. So. Yeah, because that, you know, that stuff, um, you know, um, I, the thing, you know, the, the kind of stuff that they were doing, I think was some somewhat better in... Um, in the Infinity War, rather than you know, rather than in Endgame, like you know the stuff when they were all fighting against Proxima, and yeah. you know, I thought that was you know that was quite cool. Um, but yeah, they you know whatever it's a scene at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Give me the um, A Force so, movie, come on, let's do it. Well, yeah, let's see, let's I see want, if that ever comes it. out. One, one group of people that you never want Hen-Nite. to be. All oh, together, celebrating someone, so. and something happens that they have to all fight together. That's the excuse to get them all together. <laughs> the excuse to get them all together to fight against somebody. Yeah, yeah somebody's going to say, you know what? That is sexist, man. They're all going to link out. They're all going to link up on a hen night. Ah, yes, nah, they should be. They should be on the. Sh- they should be on the shooting range. <laughs> like what? shooting what targets or something <laughs> some idiot's gonna say something like that aren't they you're gonna say you know that that was wrong but um one one group of people that you don't want to be producing a force under any circumstances whatsoever is the people who are producing and directing batwoman because the stuff that has been coming out about that Man. goodness me I see a documentary. Um, I sniff a documentary a few years from now about this this whole thing. Yeah. Now this is the thing. Like, there's a lot that has come out and kind of you know people been rubbishing what Ruby Rose has been saying. Guys, just a really kind of quick, brief kind of overview of what she's been saying is basically she was forced to kind of um, uh, you know film on during injuries. Um, they saw a stunt woman basically crushed by a set, which we know is legit because there was there was news about that. Paraplegic, no, no. Yeah, and they were told like literally, you know, just straight after you better go and film your scene, like literally, like yeah. straight after that. Somebody um, caught fire. Were, somebody caught fire. There was um, there was the um, <laughs> basically uh, Gray Scott. Uh, who I think he's an Irish actor. I don't think he's British. I think he's Irish, right? He he kind of um, he decided that he didn't want to be part of the shit show, so he went to speak to his uh, agent, and his agent was like, "Nah, mate, you're contracted to this right for, the, for like two series, yeah." So after that, he just decided to act like an absolute knob on set to try and get forced to be chucked off, right? So yeah. apparently, he's had horrendous antics, antics like bullying people, speaking bad to people, like. Like just acting like an but idiot. Has anyone else except her mentioned that? No. Well, there's other people on there, like the guy who was um, who plays Batwing on there as well, Lucius yeah. Fox. Um, he is saying that it's all garbage. He goes that yeah. she was basically like taken off for a reason, whatever. And I think like most oh. things, the truth kind of lies somewhere in between. She should have just stayed at the whole safety issue on set. Would have been fine. Everyone would have been on her side then. The moment she started mentioning names of other actors and how they weren't professional, that's when the can of worms opened up where everyone was like, hold up. You were bullying PAs. You were a diva. It was originally said that it was a mutual parting of ways, but then once she had to open her mouth, that's when CW was like, or the other actors, the Batwing dude, 
It was blatantly, mm. no, you got fired. And that's hard to get fired when you're the star of a show. And yeah. they, that shows you how bad you were on set. So, yeah, yeah she kind of shot herself in the foot. Yeah, it's just like, you know, at, at that point, I kind of don't understand why people go around saying things like that. Because, look, there's only a few kind of games in town, okay? Yep. And it's like your job is that. You can't do anything else in life. So why are you shooting yourself in the foot and just kind of, you do that when you retire, you know, when you're about to yeah. retire and you just, you cast everybody exactly. to say goodbye. In your autobiography. You yeah. That's what you do then. But that's, <laughs> this is the modern age, man. People want to be the champion of something and have people tweet them and say, Oh, you're a hero. We thank you for speaking up. That's, that's how it is. Everyone wants to be the center of attention now. So yeah. As, um, uh, you know, as uh, there's this one, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, one guy called Tony Robbins. You've probably heard of him. He's uh, like a motivational guru kind of thing. I don't really listen to anything that he, he says, but one of the things that he did say is tweets don't pay the bills, right? So yeah. basically you can get like 10 million retweets. They ain't going to do nothing for you, right? You basically need to, you know, how is that going to affect your income stream? It never does, right? So you're going for clout on something that means absolutely nothing. And when when I'm reading stuff like this, unfortunately, it makes me think of Ray Fisher, right? And because yeah. it kind of, and and to some extent, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the uh, Smollett, what's his name? Um, Jesse, Sim- uh, Sim- Jesse Smollett, yeah. So, yeah. He, basically, they're trying to get clout for something, and you know, at the same time, it's like, look, mate. Once you've made it to like the top levels, right? Just then you can go and let rip. You can go and say yeah. this, that, whatever. And it's like, you know, you can you can go and 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 make noises about absolutely every anything. When you're like down at the bottom or just getting on the step ladder mate you you don't want to be coming out with that kind of stuff you know what i mean it's just like um you know it's just absolutely silly i i see i see people like this like nowadays right so for example <laughs> i uh where i work right and and i, I say this all the time i'm not going to say her name because if she ever listens to this she's going to be horrified we we've basically got at work we've got a new nurse there she's she's 19 years old okay youngster right okay I'm a senior surgeon at this place. <laughs> and I, you know, I've been, I've been doing this nearly, nearly 20 years. Right. And, um, and she goes and she sees me first time. She goes, all right, Urs, how you doing like that? Yeah. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you very much. They'll go around. And I say to, I say to one of the other surgeons there, I'm like, who is that? They're like, oh yeah, it's the trainee nurse, and I'm like, hmm. I was like, when I was when I was a junior doctor in hospital, right? If I went up to my consultants and said, "You're right, Paul, how you doing, mate?" Like that, he'd be like, I I would be doing records for the next <laughs> for the next like month. I would be doing any surgery oh, no. whatsoever. They'd send me down to records and say, "Oh, you've got to find this patient's notes or that." Basically, uh, it's like the. I, I kind of, I kind of feel sorry for this kid because she doesn't understand that this is not the way that you speak to seniors, mm. right? And it's and she's being friendly and stuff, but it's it's not, you know, it's not the way. Like you do that when you're at like a different kind of level, you know what I mean? But um, it's just a very different way of the way that you know 
these youngsters talk nowadays to the way that you know i mean even if i'm talking to somebody who's in their 60s i'm not going to go and speak to them by their first name i'll call them mister or i'll call them you know <laughs> whatever or uncle or something like that you know what i mean um i wish but, i had that yeah. something in me i have a problem doing that sort of stuff I don't know why. <laughs> do you? So I you're one work. of those people. Yeah, I am. I, am. Right. I don't like calling you're people boss. I don't like calling people sir. I hate all of that. It's like, no, you're oh, a human being. So am I. I don't like sir either. I think sir is horrendous. Like basically, like when I go to when I go to a restaurant or something, and somebody goes, um, "Oh, sir, can I take you?" It's like don't put yourself below me. You're not below me, right? You you know you're coming here to like you know give us food or whatever that's you know that's the kind of thing but at the same time i kind of think if you're in a profession and there's somebody who's who's yeah. senior to you you it's kind of do need to show them looks some good respect. in front of the, the patients i think the pe- people like it when you refer to as doctor you know such and such rather than yeah you know. but um but yeah that's the thing so that's that's what i think ruby rose has done basically but at the same time i kind of think like do gray scott i was reading a bit about him because i was kind of thinking this do gray scott as he has he got um a name for doing stuff like this there and i've been reading he's he's had like this on multiple sets where he's oh, really? acted like a yeah so i kind of think okay yeah maybe he has been acting like that and maybe the lucius fox guy is like this is my first job I'm just going to kiss yeah. ass, basically, because now I, they can turn me into Batwing. I could be the star of the show. You know what yeah, I mean? I could Rather get Mom Spinner than, fucking that's it. He's thinking, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? He's being clever about it, right? So, so yeah. you know, that's the that's the kind of thing. But, yeah, it sounds absolutely horrendous. You 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 worked on a production once, right? Was it, was it ever, as, ever as chaotic? <laughs> <laughs> I've done it the only, like, short films and stuff. And, um... Uh, we we'll laugh about this. You could ask him next time you see him, but Asylum was the biggest dick. No, yeah, Asylum <laughs> did get a bit of uh, the power did go to his head a little bit. Okay. A mutual friend of ours, guys, and did go a little crazy. <laughs> he was okay with me, but he was uh, snappy at a lot of people. So you can oh, see how we can happen. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine the director like, but I don't know if the director's going off on one. Is that kind of? Um, but but the thing is, is like I, I kind of think if there's going to be injuries and stuff that is going on, you got to kind of stop and say like, you know, well, you know, if, if this, if if I don't know why I'm laughing, but it's basically like a stunt woman has on a crappy show like Batwoman, oh, like no. literally that nobody watches. God. It's not like it's not like um, you know this happened. Say I don't know on the set of avatar or something like yeah. you know or, or endgame yeah. or something like the biggest selling film ever mm. this happened on some crappy show and you're now you're a stunt woman and you're paraplegic man that basically means you can never do your job ever again yeah. right love. the the thing about this and the thing that they didn't actually the the reason why i have a tendency to believe ruby rose is that um, Warner Brothers didn't deny the fact that they um, they told the stunt woman that um, it was it was not their fault and they were trying to get out of it because she said she alleges that they're trying to get out of paying her for the thing and they're saying that basically it's her kind of you know fault of the way that she did the stunt. Well, that's what I'm saying. Ruby she should have stopped at the safety stuff because no one could dispute that that was what was happening like multiple people got hurt someone had you know what third degree burns across their body and all of that like all of these things were for real it's just once she kind of uh started chatting about the other actors it exposed her own issues 
and her own uh, behavior that wasn't acceptable, thinking that she was this big star when she can't act. She's terrible. Now she's on that Seagal level of doing these VOD movies that no one wants to watch. Yeah, that you you turn on Amazon Prime or whatever. There's like three or four movies, <laughs> where she's just like a, a bodyguard or something, or just like shooting people or whatever. I don't know what that is. Literally, like uh, t- talking about Seagal, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, um, uh, somebody did um, uh, an "Ask Me Anything" kind of thing. They were, um, I think, it was from Venom. Somebody from Venom did like an "Ask Me Anything" on there, right? Mm. And um, basically, I have these things on Reddit. You can ask them any questions and they'll tell you all about the the production and all that kind of stuff right and um apparently this person who's who's from venom is some like you know uh producer or whatever didn't answer half the questions and people were cussing it like mad saying like this is one of the worst amas ever and then somebody posted on there saying no this is the worst ama ever and then left this link on there so i (laughs) clicked on this link and it's steven seagal's ask me anything and it says on top i'm it says i am steven seagal right i'm steven seagal star of this bloody bar ask me anything the questions on there mate if you ever have ever bored and you just think let me just have a little laugh people are writing stuff like when you had that person down in the dungeon (laughs) (laughs) what was they're asking me questions like that like um oh how when you go when you go on a set, do you purposely act like a dick or you know like just like yes. continuously That's asking yes. questions like this? When you when you were accused of, of raping a minor and <laughs> just stuff like Brilliant. this. He should it was, do, man. Uh, it, it was <laughs> Obviously, uh, who's the PR company that handles him? Because they should have known that he's one of those people you don't expose like that. They can't yeah. handle that sort of situation. <laughs> So that so so basically he didn't answer ninety nine percent of the questions and left after like twenty minutes of the questions. So yeah, man, it was but it's just hilarious. The question that people were asking, just brilliant, man. Just like, you know, just just ripping him so hard, man. I'd I'd love to see him like do um, you know, come out with, with some some like, you know, ridiculous in a ridiculous franchise or whatever, just to kind of, you know, just just, be, just he's he's just act like an idiot. I don't say this often, he's worse than the rock when it comes to that sort of thing, in terms of the control freak and how they're perceived. Yeah, he he can never be part of a franchise because his control would make it a complete disaster from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. Just and do you know his um do you know the reason why he he got into film in the first place? Right. <laughs> right. Okay. So, so the reason why he got into film in the first place is there was this producer, right? He had a bet, and this guy actually did an interview because they on this AMA. There's a link to this interview. Sorry, guys, we're not talking about this involved though, but this is interesting, right? So there's a link on this thing, and basically this guy did an interview. He was a very famous producer at the time. Mm. He had a he had a bet with Joel Silver, who was another famous director producer at the time um that they uh joel silver said to him i bet you cannot get the most uncharismatic most <laughs> shittest actor you've ever seen in your life and make him a number one star on the film right and that producer guy said i bet you i can right so he he <laughs> he found his um his uh the guy who was um teaching him um what is it what is he teach it's not jujitsu it's uh something else aikido, aikido. so he so um uh, steven seagal was teaching him aikido at the time and he goes to him do you want to be in a, in a film 
<laughs> and he puts May Steven wow. Seagal, the main star of this film, right? And basically then tried, basically made him the main poster of multiple films going from that. So it was literally a bet between this producer guy and Joel Silver <laughs> to say he could get the worst possible person as a main, that main should be That screen. should be punishable by prison time, man, because they create a monster. It created someone who has made many people's lives a misery. Many women, many stunt men who end up in a hospital because of this fool. Like, oh my god! Yeah, even even like kids he was working with and stuff like very questionable kind of behavior that he was doing with these like you know kids in films and stuff like that. Just you know, just wrong, wrong, wrong behavior. Oh, basically, now he just likes to hang out with Putin in Russia doing God knows what. It's like, oh man, yeah, just. <laughs> Just wrong, just the wrong guy, man. So um, let's go to our um, our mutual kind of you know thing that me and Ed's kind of coming together on, which is Star Wars, right? And there's been some interesting kind of things. We've got um, we've got Cassian Andor apparently has got Snoke uh, in it. Yeah. Um, well, it's got um, it's got Andy Serkis listed in it, which potentially is Snoke, um, and also. Um, Hayden Christensen returning as Anakin, they're saying, in the uh, in Hollywood Reporter. So not as Darth Vader, but actually as Anakin in in the Ahsoka um, yeah. production. So the, the, Snoke first. Do you want to see more of Snoke? I feel there's still a lot to be told with him because he wasn't a character that got a lot of explanation as to his backstory. You know, it was alluded to him being a, a clone of some sort and all of this, but yeah, I think because... and. Andor takes place like I don't know how many years in the past. I kind of forgotten where it's at, but yeah, I think it's a good starting point to really kind of show what the hell was going on in his creation. Mm. So yeah, I think that's actually good for him to be up in I, that. I was a bit more interested before when it was he was this mysterious character when they kind of revealed him as like he was just a messed up clone of Palpatine. Now I'm just like, oh, do I really want to know anymore? I, I kind of, I kind of want to see like how he decided to wear this like you know the funky <laughs> funky dressing gown as well yeah, maybe <laughs> like why explained. he just, maybe we'll have a scene of him just... shopping seeing the selection you know that's what we need why he decided on that style and uh why he got the scars on his face and that that might be interesting exactly um now the other thing is like showing hayden christensen as anakin in there he could uh, thinking about it like he can't come in the past because, you know, we've got Rosario Dawson, yeah. who is a lot older. And when she, uh, she was Ahsoka, yeah, Force, Force Ghost, Ghost, yeah. Exactly. He has so to come to her in the vision as a Force Ghost. Well, that's yeah. the thing. It's like she's at the end, she's going to try and find um, Grand Admiral Thrawn. That's her thing. She's like, I'm going to go go to find Thrawn. And Thrawn is the guy who basically disappeared with Ezra Bridger. So the question is, are they going to bring Ezra Bridger into that? I have no idea. But um, now, um, now Filoni is um, in on this. Who's you know the um, you know uh, who's who's made Rebels and stuff. Potentially, there is that kind of thing of you know of kind of bringing these all these things there together. So, do you, are you glad Hayden Christensen's you know come back and had a second chance in life? Ow. I'm going to be charitable and say, just give this guy a chance, man. He hasn't come out of the whole Star Wars thing uh, unscathed. Like, he, his career has mm. pretty much just been, you know, DOA. He's done a few things, but 
yeah, it, it, the, the stink of those prequels has really kind of flatlined him. So yeah. I'll give him a chance to kind of redeem himself. In, you know, yeah, let's see it. Let's do it. Let's just bring him back. Just, let, just give him a back. chance to... Yeah, exactly. You say, look, mate, you know, you're, you're here as... You know, as as, exactly. as Anakin Got rather than Darth Vader, the proof Yeah, exactly. Because some of those films afterwards, oh, <laughs> not not great. Afterwards, man, not great. from the begin, from friggin' the second one, it, yeah, bad. No, uh, well, yeah, even even including even including yeah. those. Ones. But then I kind of give him a pass for that because a lot of that is George Lucas's script, which is like so yeah. horrendous. Yeah. So you know, if the script is that bad, what could you do with it? But you know, I, you need hands up. Jumper is a guilty pleasure for me. <laughs> I enjoy that film. I know it's not good, but I do kind of enjoy it. Yeah, Jumper's Jumper's one of those things. I think when they they were trying to get um, the Billy Elliot guy to like yeah. be in films, they were kind of like, let's put him in some some stuff. But that guy, unfortunately, never really made it, did he? Uh, Jamie small. Bell. Too small. Too small. He came can... around too early. He would have been Spider Man instead of Tony. Yeah, you know, he Tom would Holland. have. Definitely. I think that's the thing. If you're, if you're small, you either can be a superhero like Spider-Man or that's it. Because we've already got a Tom Cruise. I don't need another one. That's yeah. Or he, or should have roid, he should have roided himself out of his skull and then became Wolverine. Like literally, it's like <laughs> the comic book Wolverine, like literally just roided. So he's so huge. He literally just can only play that role. When they bring in the X-Men back. I'm tired of this waiting. I'm tired of this, like, they've locked it away in a cupboard and yeah. nothing with this. What? Why Why? Why are you messing around with the Turtles when we could have bloody X-Men no. in there in the first place? Nobody gives a I shit think about the Eternals. I thing. think it's Favreau wanting to stick it to Perlmutter because of uh, the one that Perlmutter wanted to make that he mm. made into the TV show. Oh, immor- um, oh, what was it called? Yeah, those uh, guys. I yes, won't... with Black Bolt and... I won't um, say the names. Yeah, them guys. Them guys, yeah. yeah. The, uh, those ones were not great. Those ones are not great. Yeah, that was Pro-Mother's pet but... project that he wanted to make as a movie, but ended up making it as a TV show when he got cast out. And uh, I think this is Faye's way of saying, well, you know, this is easy. Look at me. Look at me. I can do it with someone that nobody else knows. Yeah. Yeah, but I I don't know. Just bring just bring the X Men into it, man. I just really would just rather. And also, like uh, you know, um, Ryan Reynolds before he gets too old, man. I kind of noticed in his last couple of films, he started to he started to reach that edge. He's getting up to the top, and it's like, mate, he's getting. You know, he's like he's like our age, and he's kind of just yeah. he's tipping he's, 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 he's over stick. that. His stick's getting a bit played out. Like I don't yeah. mind it. I enjoy the. The thing, because he is the same in everything he does, he kind of gets a bit worn, worn out. So go away for a little yeah. bit until that last. Because it's all right with Deadpool, because he's covered in makeup and stuff, and he's got a mask, so it covers a lot of those yeah. issues. Yeah, yeah. Bring bring him in, you know, just just let him do his thing there. But yeah, we need a little bit of time off. He's taking time off anyway. He's taking like a year off, he said, right? So, no, um, you know, he's, uh, oh, yeah. he's probably a good... <laughs> He's got a bloody football club. Him and one of the actors oh, from uh, yeah, yeah, Always yeah. Sunny. They own a bloody oh, they football, bought a football club. It's like Warsaw or something like that. Yeah, it's really, like it's like, club. In the, it's like yeah, it's like in um, what's it called? It's like in the second division or something. Like yeah, that. it's not even in. It's not even in the championship. It's literally like the second division. That like really got. 
and they've yeah. actually been turning up to games. Like, what the? Fuck? Yeah, so yeah. There, this, there, there was a thing I saw in the newspaper. They were getting well excited because they they bought a new scoreboard that was like five, one thousand five hundred pounds, and they're getting well excited because they've not had a new scoreboard for wow. years. And Brian Reynolds and this other guy bought a scoreboard, and they haven't even got a box. It's like one of these like budget clubs where you like stand right yeah. right next to everyone else. It's just jokes, man. It's, it's absolute it, jokes. This is the Ted Lasso effect. I swear, everyone just wants to own a football club now. And <laughs> but what, the thing is, what they should do is in clubs like that, they should just bring like you know golden oldies characters, like you know, like footballers who are like forty, who are kind of just past it, but still have the skill to compete in the second division. Yeah, they should bring those kind of dudes in. You know, you've been watching um, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. No, I've seen. I saw a couple of them. Uh, that's the one where the guy takes over a football club and it's like, uh, yeah. yeah, I've seen a lot of adverts now because um, they're, they're saying it's one of those ones where actually the footballers actually like it. Um, so, you know, the, it's a good yeah, it's a good <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it's, uh, it, it could be, could be interesting to kind of, what is it on? Is it on Sky? Is it on Apple. Uh, Apple? Okay. Okay. Or, or, or other, other means or as other, it were. Yeah, yeah. So, or other means. Wink, wink. So, <laughs> wink, wink, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. To um, let's get on to our our final kind of topic, man. Um, we talked about games last time, and we talked about the Guardians of the Galaxy game, which haven't you know hadn't come out at that time. Um, and I was just saying that basically all I can do because I don't have a PS5 is actually to watch other people play the games, right? So, um, I've been watching this guy playing Guardians of the Galaxy. What me and the kids have, mate. That game looks flipping amazing. <laughs> it looks really entertaining for what it actually is. You know, I haven't bought it, but I have knocked about on it at a friend's house, and it is actually it's not bad. What really impresses me is what I didn't like in the original previews, the trailers. I wasn't feeling the dialogue and the humor of it, but once you're actually in the game, their little banter back and forth is actually really good, and there's a lot of it. Like that script must have been huge because they never sharp. It's just constant. (laughs) That's the thing that, yeah, that's the thing that I was seeing from, you know, the guy who's playing is literally the script just looks like it just keeps going going on and on. Um, And it is quite, it is quite interesting. It's like full of action. Uh, You know, they've got each character doing, doing their own thing and stuff like that. It's, um, and, you know, it seems linear as well. It's like one of those things where they've really kind of made an effort on the one player you know, part yeah. of the part of the yeah, story, yeah. which they don't often do nowadays, man. So, um, yeah, if I had a PS5, I'd probably get that. To be honest, it's actually quite um, fun. Yeah, it's, I don't, you know, I don't like Peter Quill. He's he's my only issue, like the character model the, with the quiff and everything. I'm, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, but everything else. Yeah, it's actually fun. Controls well, action is good. Uh, yeah, it looks bloody good, bro. Great luck. It looks it looks great. Yeah, Ooh, nice. I want that shit. I want to actually run around at Milano yeah yeah this is the thing like i sometimes say to like mates like we were born at the wrong time man because like in in a hundred years time yeah instead of everybody having cars everybody's gonna have a little spaceship right yeah. <laughs> this is That's gonna it. be like you know what i mean do you want to go to to the playground on on mars or you know, <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean yeah let's go to you know let's go to mars Two for weekend and stuff like cryogenic that. freezing <laughs> oh, i can't let's be bothered for that let's man. do it just, let's do it <laughs> Mate, knowing me, I'm gonna wake up in a dystopian future. It's so cool. We can live out Mad Max. It'll be so dystopian, man. It would just be like, oh 
God, why? It would be like um, China runs the world. Oh, uh, it'll be. I, I, I'll probably end up waking up in one of those, like um, you know, like the new Total Recall. It'll be something like that. Yeah. Or just like, or I'll end up living in one of those in the stacks. Like in, uh, in, oh, in Ready, Ready Player, Player One. One, yeah, I'd be I'd be one of those people in there. I'd be living in the stacks, man. That's that's basically what it would be. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, so yeah, we did um, we did have we didn't have it wasn't a question, but we did have a comment um, that was um, that was made on our Facebook page from our podcast from a guy called uh, guy called Mo, and um, and I did kind of I kind of messaged the guy afterwards to say, look, mate uh don't take it the wrong way of what i was saying because i kind of read it back and thought okay if you don't understand my humor you're probably going to think it's quite harsh what i was kind of saying so um a couple of weeks ago we talked a bit about the snyder cut and how i particularly uh said that i didn't like the joker scene um you know when he's talking about reach arounds and stuff like that and i just thought it was one of the worst scenes i've ever seen in in dc ever right um and uh having watched it again now over the last week which you know i i felt bad because ed said he's watched it multiple times <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, yeah the marvel guy yeah DC yeah guy. uh so having watched it again i stand by it and i i even I even not, expand upon it that I hate that scene yeah, more than not, anything. So, um, so uh, Mo, um, he obviously listened to our podcast and uh, and said, um, "You guys," and I, he, I say "you guys" because he said, he said "you guys," but he means me, not Ed's, because Ed didn't say this right. Um, don't know, don't know anything. Um, uh, you're insulting that scene. Um, that Zack Snyder made um the scene is actually a scene from uh Injustice comic books do you not read comics right so at that point I was kind of like mate no don't do this to me yeah so I just so I just wrote so I just wrote bro it's kind of funny you say that because Joker Joker dies in like the like the first book of injustice right so i don't know how he's going to be in this scene with uh you know in uh, uh in this um and uh and his reply was like oh you just don't like snyder so i did message him afterwards and say mate you kind of don't it, it was just meant to be a joke you know whatever um i could probably you know um sound to me said anything wrong there like yeah i I don't know just it's okay to watch a film and for there to be a scene that you don't that we don't like that's okay and just to accept that someone doesn't like that particular scene like just Mm -hmm. to say that a blanket statement like oh you must hate Zack snyder and there's i have issues with certain things that he has a habit of doing but overall i enjoy the aesthetic of what he does but that scene yeah not good at least i say the dialogue of that interaction yeah. Yes. Well, there's actually a new post that has come on our on the Facebook page there, which came this morning, which has stirred up a lot of people just like <laughs> saying stuff, which I actually wrote on there was like, mate, you need to kind of, you know, check yourself and basically like see what the hell is wrong with you. Because this guy wrote this thing basically saying like why everybody should um, boycott. Uh, the new Batman film saying that basically everybody should boycott the Batman film and basically, basically sit behind restore the Snyder cut and just like literally just um, if you don't watch any of those films, then they're going to, um, they're going to bring back 
you know the the um you know the, the Snyder's Justice League Delicious. the guy called Toby um but I the thing is a lot of people did the work there for me because they didn't actually like you know uh they hadn't actually like uh, uh you know uh, I didn't really need to say anything about that because most people already said kind of like you know what's the matter with you uh one guy actually said a really good kind of thing which is like if if you come and say that and you basically don't watch the movies, all you're telling a, a studio is this particular character off Batman is not a bankable product and they're not going to produce any more mm. Batman films. They're not going to suddenly say, oh, let's go back to Zack Snyder and let's get him to make the Justice exactly. League films. The, people literally don't understand the way that businesses work no. at all. It's like... It's it's like crazy. So um, so yeah. So uh, kind of thanks to everybody who came back and said something back. Because I don't want to be like I don't want to seem like the type of person who's like rude to like people post on our, on their Facebook page. Because I'm not. It's just like if you say something that's very wrong, then I'm kind of just see, mate. You shouldn't really be saying that. Like you know. If, and so yeah nobody ever says anything bad about the marvel films they're all like um uh marvel fans are always behind this and blah blah um like we we get stuff on there like we got stuff about the eternals and somebody wrote on there like everybody should just go and see this film because it's a marvel film and it basically shows that you know you you like marvel and you're supporting marvel Kumbaya, right? my friend <laughs> <laughs> right so and, and as opposed to the dc ones which are like destroy everything Apart from, from Steiner's work, it is an interesting like, social experiment to see how the two groups of fans kind of carry themselves a little differently. Like when things are bad, yeah. everyone turns on each other. Rather, there should be more DC fans should be more uni- united and supporting their films. But it's, it's crazy. Yeah, seeing the fact that DC invented the multiverse, it's like surely we should think in co- in, in comic book films that we can have different versions of different characters multiple times and nobody should get angry about it the the argument that i have against against people who are like real snyder fanatics now is that they seem to have turned into everything that they wanted to stop so their argument was that the mcu was was the same in every single film and they wanted something different but because if people want the same in every film they didn't like the snyder cut right um but then but then it's like if you keep saying to other people, we don't want your version of this film because we only want Snyder's Justice yeah, League, you turn exactly the into same. those. Exactly the same. Yes. I don't pay attention to a lot of those people because I, I, I swear they're the exact same people that used to defend Michael Bay back in the day in Transformers. It's the same group of people. I swear they are. <laughs> I would, uh, do you know what? That would be very interesting to find out what they actually are the same group of people wow that would be very very interesting yep. they just have a new hero they went from michael bay and they found themselves a new hero in Zack snyder yeah i mean zach, zach snuff is that stuff stuff is fine but you know he seems to be over it as well he seems to yeah. not really want to go back to it either so why are you forcing him to go back to that project um you should be supporting his new stuff you know what i mean so just sure. you know 
it's fine, whatever. So anyway, guys, if you want to join into those conversations that, you know, the, the, the flowery rainbow, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, sunshine bits of the MCU and also <laughs> the dark clouds and the rain and the thunder of DC, you can do on our, on our Facebook page there, there now, which is DC versus Marvel podcast. <laughs> you could also email us on DC versus Marvel pod at uh, gmail.com. As always, you can catch Ed's on um, the other podcast uh, that he's on. at the movies. Go check it out, guys. Show us some love on all podcasting platforms. And um, I'm going to try and get a video of this up as well. Because i kind of rejigged. So, yeah, Vulture Network on YouTube. Back at it. Yes. Yeah, I I was... I've been meaning to now, guys. I'm going to get up. uh, I'm going to put monthly updates on my graphic novels now because i've just got so many and just like nobody's updating the you know doing anything about the 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 batman dc novel collection so i will i will do it and i'll put it up on there and i'll give reviews for you guys so you can you can see see what's up 10 minute reviews would be cool awesome yeah cool so anyway guys uh yeah give us uh give us some love on those on those platforms and we'll see you again next time there you guys